Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Boom sauce, everybody. Boom sauce. Well, here's your Christmas gift from me to you. From the Bradford Show to you. It's Alex Cora on a podcast. Alex Cora hasn't been on the podcast in a while. I was on the verge of becoming a Bradford Show Hall of Famer. But if you're in the organization, you cannot be a Bradford Show Hall of Famer. He's back in the organization. There's a lot to talk about, and we talk about it all. We also talk about uh, part of a series that we're doing, Uniquely Boston, which is a feature brought to you by our great friends at the City of Boston Credit Union. It's always a good time talking about this stuff, about exactly how different Boston is. We talk that with Alice Cora, who obviously came to the Red Sox in 2005. He has an intimate look at everything that is the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to playing and managing in Boston. But obviously, we get to so much more. We get to how he is seeing baseball these days, how he is seeing the Red Sox, his life uh, over the last year, how that changed him, how it might change the Red Sox going forward. There's a lot to get to. So let's get right to it. Alex Cora. All right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, my friend. Good to see your smiling face. It's been a long time. Good to see you again. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Anything happened in the last year? <laughs> uh, not much. I mean, watched some baseball. Uh, became a cook, pre-K teacher. I mean, that's about it. Washboard abs. There it is. Right? Washboard abs. <laughs> nah. No? Running. A lot of running. You know what? This last week, so uh, Ivan Calderon. Actually, he has family up there in the Northeast. He does? He was uh, the, the, the boxer. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, with him. No. I was thinking of – I was thinking no, of, no, of, no, of, no, 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 not the Expos. Yeah. The, the Expos yeah. guy who used to be a cockfighter. I'm like, <laughs> that guy? Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, Ivan that, – that Ivan passed away a while ago. Oh, okay. but, uh, so Ivan Calderon, you got to do your research. He, um, two time champion, whatever he lives in the neighborhood. So the other day, uh, I'm driving seven 30 in the morning and he's running and I look at him like, what's up, bro? He's like, see you tomorrow at six 30. I'm like, okay, cool. So last week we started running. Uh, it's been cool. I mean, just something to, I don't know, decompress yourself, I guess. That's the way I see it. So that's, it's that's, been good. It's been that's good. pretty legit. I mean, running with a, a boxer, can you keep up with him? Uh, he, he, he keeps down to me, <laughs> with uh, me. He, uh, he keeps down to me. Uh, but it's been, uh, I mean, we, we ran, it was like three miles, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four miles on Saturday. Today he switched the workout, and he thought he was gonna kick my ass, and it was the other way around. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look it was. At you. It was more about like like movements and all that. And I'm like, dude, this is nothing, you know. Like, it's not that I'm way out of shape, bro. Relax, bro. But uh, Ivan Calderon, 108 eight pounds. Is is that a division? Wait, 108. 108. Yeah. Well, well, he was the champ. No, he's he's he's. 
He's a little bit hairier right now. <laughs> I didn't even know there was like a 108 pound human being. Yeah, um, like 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 super flyway or something like. You uh, know what? Let me, let me. Good for you. I've been Calgary. Good for you. with keeping. No, it's it. been good. It's been good. You know what? Uh, something to to distract your mind. You know, like it was an easy year, so uh, start doing that, and uh, we just go from there. Did you ever, when you were in Boston, did you ever run around the river or anything like that? Did you ever do anything like that? No, nah, no, nah. nah, but uh, maybe I'll start doing that. You know, the the Joe Madden, grab your bike and run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> what, um, why are you looking up if uh, Von Calderon's 108 pounds? What did you miss about Boston? Yeah. What did you, what did you miss about, I was thinking about this. Uh, um, be, besides, uh, uh, the area that we we lived in eighteen and nineteen, you know, uh, I think it was good for the family. You know, um, our boys at that point, you know, they they were one and eighteen, you know, and Camila, she loved it. Uh, I I do believe that, you know, the passion, you know, the the the, the competing, just uh, to be able to wake up and and well, it's not that I didn't have anything to look look up to do you know like uh, i mean i did a lot of stuff but as far as like professionally the challenge you know on a daily basis to be ready to 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 go win a baseball game um i miss that you know obviously and i i'll sit it here i've been saying it all along you know uh, i was home for professionally for the wrong reasons you know and uh um, you know, MLB suspended me. I paid the price, and now I get a chance to do that again. But uh, I miss that, you know, um, kind of like just go to sleep very tired, you know, because you gave everything to the organization, to your players, to the coaching staff and everything. And at the end of the day, talk to you guys for 15 minutes and then uh, grab a beer, sit there, watch some video and be like, Wow, we suck today. But uh, I miss that. I miss that part. Well, how about, you know, when you were traded from the Indians and you go to Boston, you had played in Boston. But, like, and then obviously, you know, and I always – I've said this to you before. I always remember, like, Pedroia sitting in the dugout with you. His, it might have been his rookie year or second year. And him turning to you and said, is it like this everywhere? And it's like, dude. And you like, dude, no. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, I, <clears throat> when I, this story, I, a lot of people know it. Um, I was with the Indians, and we went to Baltimore. And then after that, from Baltimore, we went to New York. And in New York, I get traded. And when I get traded, it was the Red Sox playing the Orioles. And he was like this, you know, like this. Um, I, I, I don't know, 15,000, if that, with the with Cleveland. And then we go, you know, I get traded. I start, I open up a shortstop, I think. Yeah, had to be. Um, it's, it's a Friday night. And that place was rocking, and it was like I, I don't know how much, how many people, uh, forty-five, just to say, forty-five thousand people, and 
it felt like 40,000 of them were rooting for us. And just walking around uh, the hotel, it was like, this is unreal. They, I mean, you can't even step outside because it was so crowded, you know. Um, they, they were enjoying 2004. Uh, they were actually rock stars, that team. You had Manny and you had David and you had Johnny. And uh, it was unreal, just the whole vibe. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Although in the clubhouse wasn't as fun as people think, because that's when they were talking about the all-star game and, and, and Tito had to deal with all that sh shit just to yeah. say it that way. Yeah. Uh, not, not a lot of people were, not everybody was happy at that time. What was that? It was 2005 or 2006. I can't even remember. That was five. Oh, five. five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was when, when Tito was going to be right. the manager of the right, right. okay, okay. All-Star yeah, game. Yeah. And, and there were some people very upset at the Who was selection upset? committee. Who? I don't know because, I, I mean. Was it Timlin? Um, like, was that the year? I read about it. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know anybody. And then I read about it. It's like, you just no, walked into I, it. I was like, I just want to get home, <laughs> you know. Like, I, I, I actually want my All Star break so I can go to Cleveland and pack my stuff and come back to Boston. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It was when I was, um, when I was talking to uh, when Rich Hill was on the podcast a couple of months ago. He was talking about playing in Boston. Rich Hill. Yeah, coincidentally enough. Yeah, yeah, Rich Hill. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And that's um, well, break him all down. And he was, uh, he was talking about how what he tells people about playing in Boston. And he's like, dude, it's like there's nothing like it. Like if you like this, it gets a bad rap. It gets a bad rap. Guys, like some guys obviously don't want to play there, but it gets a, like it, it, you got to play there. you got to – you have to be in the middle of it. And I, I'm sort of wondering, like you've now you've gone through a few years of whether it's a player or as a manager of quote-unquote recruiting. Like, like you can – I don't know how you sell that or what you say, or if you have guys who push back on it, you know what I'm saying? We're just like, eh, Boston. Eh. Yeah. I mean, they, they never push back when I talk to them. No, no. <laughs> they might push back afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They listen to it. Uh, one thing about, you know, the whole Fenway experience. Uh, and I did it with the coaching staff. Um, in actually 18, January 18, um, first thing I did, I'm like, you know what, we got to do one of those tours, you know, the Fenway tours. And we did it. And uh, even for me, it was eye opening uh, just to think that that's, that was going to be my office for X amount of years, right? Uh, you go to, to the Green Monster and you walk around. As a player, you don't do that. You know, you go, into the into the green monster but you don't go above you know you don't go there right and you don't walk around and 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 it was a great experience for us it's something that uh, i think everybody should do uh player front office people um people that work uh in the clubhouse not everybody gets to work there and uh for how uh, I don't want to – well, I did, yeah. Old, the stadium looks, right? Yeah. 
uncomfortable it looks. But if you ask my family, you ask my friends, you know, from uh, what time we playing this year? 7.05? It's not 7.30. I know that. The stupidest decision. It's not that. Okay. So So earlier, so early. Yeah, they kill me with that one. I mean, just for watch games, whatever. Nobody thought uh, from. Go ahead. Let's say from 7.05 till. 11.05 is uh, one of the coolest plays to watch games and to work. Uh, I mean, probably the press box is not the best one, right, in the big leagues, but just to go there and work, it it feels like it's the greatest place to work, right? Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, they shut the ice cream machine off in the third (laughs) inning. You know, I mean, I wonder why they're taking care of you guys, you know, health-wise. They don't want you guys. Uh, yeah, it's been like two years since I partook in that. Um, so, uh, by the way, you speak of the All-Star game. Do you remember in 2008, do you remember what you did with your All-Star tickets? No, I don't. Yeah, you, <laughs> I don't know. You, sold, you sold them to my dad. <laughs> I did? Yeah. Wow. Holy yeah, shoot. which normally I would say, like, what are you doing? Like, you're selling these tickets to my dad, but I have to – I appreciated it because I was going and my dad got the chance to go. So. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, where was uh, 2008? Yankee Stadium. That was when – Oh, J.D. Drew. J.D. Drew. J.D. JD, yeah, JD Drew, like 13 innings. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole deal. J.D. Drew, MVP. He yes. got a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean – <laughs> not surprisingly i'm not surprised um so jared porter you know jared porter just got the gm job in the mets yeah yeah he said, he said that new york he said that new york was the best city so there's here's your chance to refute that the best city for what no he said it's the best city like, the best city is Cowboys. <laughs> i mean look at me i'm, I'm like Short sleeves, it doesn't matter, you know. This is the best city. Um, I mean, if you ask Booney, he'll say the best city is New York. If you ask Cashy, it's St. Pete. Uh, If you ask Charlie, if you ask Charlie, he'll say Toronto and Buffalo. I mean, that's the way it works. At, at least you're on, but at least you're honest. At least you say Cogwis. So there you go. You're the only yeah, honest person. I mean, right now, right now, the best city is Cogwis by far. Do you? Uh, have you been going? I, I mean, right now, you look at you. You're wearing your Elon, yeah, whatever, yeah, long sleeves, and uh, I haven't, I haven't changed in three months. Yeah. so uh when you talk about um the media um i was also thinking about this today about you know integrating the whole boston and media stuff the belichick was on today and it's like you've heard belichick right you know not lately oh okay well you do i'm not watching i'm no i haven't watched a lot this year so no well you do interviews with the guys on OMF on EEI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it with Belichick. And listen, it's just, it's obviously striking like how different everybody is. You're different than Belichick. Brad Stevens is different. Bruce Cassidy is different. 
So when you started doing that as a manager, whether it's a radio or whatever, the Boston media, and you were great, obviously, you know, as a player, but being a player is different, right? I mean, it's different. So from the time that you started doing that with the, like the Boston media, doing the media thing, like to now, how much different are you? How much better are you? How, how uh, difficult is it in Boston? Is it overblown that it's in Boston? Um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, you guys do your homework. I understand that. Um, I always feel like, uh, you know, like Boston is, is actually, for, people think it's a big city, right? Like it's huge, you know, and it's actually, no, it's, it's very small. And uh, for how small it is, there's a lot of outlets, you know, uh, media-wise. And uh, in, in a bad day, we have 10 beat writers <laughs> or five, you know, compared to other teams that only have three or four, you know, in, in, in their good days. And uh, it, the, radio show, uh, the radio talk shows, they, people listen to it. You, you, you can go to a, a gas station and, and at 10:30, and and you go in and they're listening to whoever at that time, you know, and uh, it's eye opening. Uh, but I, I I I still believe that working for ESPN all those years actually prepared me, prepared Booney to to what we were gonna face on a daily basis. Uh, nothing against you guys, uh, but we, I don't think we take it personally. I don't think, you know, I don't know about other managers, whatever, but I know Booney and I, we don't take it personally because I know how it works, you know, like we, we know you, you, you have a job to do, the radio guys have a job to do. Uh, if somebody writes an article, somebody else is going to write the headline. So, uh, uh, somebody, talking about. somebody in your, uh, you know, you, you're on the radio and somebody's pushing you in your earpiece, you know, like pushing, pushing. Been there, done that. So, it's nothing. I mean, I, I respect the fact that they're smart questions. You know, like you guys are in tune with what's going on. Everybody has an opinion. The good thing about our sport, and I, I keep telling people here when uh, when they talk about winter ball and all this and all that, and they criticize managers. And I had a chance to watch from afar this year. You know, this game is not black and white, like what people think. You know, like like. I always go back to game game four of the World Series in 2018. You know, uh, I, I leave Eduardo to face Puy because we had a game plan and we believe in the information that was provided. And, and we see that this guy's freak. He was unreal. Later that we know, 3-1 pitch, he hit it to the moon. And then we go to the top of the seventh. I think it was. There's two outs, nobody on, and and Dave takes Rich Hill out of the game, and 
we come back and we score like eight, you know, and uh, was he wrong? Was he right? Was I wrong? Was he, was I right? No, you know, it's the way the game works. And his uh, game is very great. It's a, it's a, people hate the gray areas, but in this game, uh, was Kevin Cash wrong because he took Snell out? Well, you know what? Dave Roberts took Kershaw out early, quote-unquote, on Twitter, and they ended up winning that game, the one that Kershaw pitched, and nobody talked about it. At the moment, they were crushing Dave Roberts. But then the results, you know, they ended up winning the game. Oh, he was right. Cashy takes Snell out of the game. It doesn't happen, and Cashy was wrong. That's, that's what we have to live with. So to go back to the media thing, when, when you have to describe something, there's an art, I guess, like Belichick just shuts it down, right? He just is like, that's my goal. Hopefully in 10 years I can shut it down. <laughs> so, but, but, but you, but you, just, right, you just said it. You know why he can do that? Because he's won for 20 years, right? Yeah. I don't know about 20 years, man. 20 years, it sounds a lot, 20 years. But he was doing it. Somebody, somebody asked, somebody asked Dave Roberts, uh, so are you happy you're going to manage uh, Mookie Betts for 12 years? He's like, I'm happy I'm going to manage him. I don't know about 12 years, you know, but uh, <laughs> no, but I get, I understand what you're saying. Go ahead. No, no, but it's like everyone, it's, it's, if someone that, like today, he was asked about, um, like, why is Cam Newton still the quarterback? Why aren't you playing Jared Stidham? And it was, it was literally, Alex, like you're with the OMF guys. It was 15 seconds of silence. 15 seconds of silence. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, <laughs> I, I, is there an element of like, okay, I, I wish I could do. <laughs> uh, I've been saying all along, man, like when we, when we won an 18, uh, Halloween parade, right? Um, so parade is over. I'm driving home. I'm at a stoplight. And uh, I think it was Lou. He started talking about Kimbrough and Joe Kelly coming back next year. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold done just a second. <laughs> Let me enjoy this first, you know? And uh, that's the nature of it. Uh, Matty V uh, on MLB Network, somebody sent me something he said about this market, you know, and not in a bad way. He actually, he's like, I'm glad Alex is back. Um, I saw him work in 18 and 19, uh, 17, 18 and 19. We know what happened. He paid the price, but there's something about that market that, you know, it's very difficult, and he he did a good job for two years, you know, and he still looks 45, you know. So uh, I don't know. I like the challenge. I, I I like the interactions with 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 you guys. I, I learn a lot this year watching from afar. It's very different to to be on that seat uh, managing a game than watching a game on TV and having your your Twitter account open and you can read, you know, and uh, 
is, 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 it was eye-opening, to be honest with you. But it happens everywhere, you know, in, in, in the world that we live in, with social media, it's instant feedback. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's, uh, uh, you know, this guy didn't hustle or this guy, uh, you know, this manager made a bad decision. It's, it's there for the, for the, for the fans. And uh, this year, for the wrong reasons, I was a baseball fan. And, and, and watching and reading, it was like, wow, this is – so you you didn't have an idea, or you didn't have a. Um, I mean, it'd been let's see, you know, since 2016, and since then, probably things have amped up a lot. So you 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 really didn't have an idea of like what was like how much was going on, like on social media during the game. No, no, because when when I was working at ESPN, you get locked in, and you know, with games, and you don't have time to to sit there and watch and read, you know. But this year, I have plenty of time. And uh, it was uh, it was interesting to read about it, but uh, respecting everybody's opinion because, like I said, this game it's not black and white, man. It's not black and white. It's, it's you know you, you you might think something about pitch usage or or uh, I mean we can we can talk about you know the big topic in in nineteen. It was uh, the way we. We prepare or we did not prepare our starters going into the season. And the way I see it, you know, and this is not a slap in the face to people or saying, I told you so, whatever. Uh, when was the last time somebody won back-to-back -back titles? Uh, it's been a while, right? So nobody has been right for a long, long time, you know. So either – pushing them in spring training or not pushing them, whatever. You take a look at the, the, the Nationals this year, although it was a different season. You look at the starters, what happened. It was very similar to what happened to our starters. So, I, I mean, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, so so what, did, what did you learn? So how did you change the manager not managing? You know what I'm saying? Um, no. How how do I change the manager? No, how how did, how did you change as a manager? Like you said, you had a whole new perspective of it, right? And you've got uh, time to reflect oh, so. on, on 2018, 2019. You get a chance to see 2020. Um, yeah. So how did you – like now the 2021, Alex Cora, how did I'm, you – I'm going to – you know what I'm going to – I'm going to tell Kevin. I said, Kevin, after the game – one of the beat writers sit where I'm sitting, and he answered questions about the game. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't change it. Can't change it. It's the nature of the game. This is where we're going, and people like that. You know, like the fan, the fan base, they want to know, and they read you guys, and they, they, you know, they believe what they want to believe. And I'm not saying in a bad way. It is what it is, you know, and uh, – you guys have a job to do, which is to follow the team and give your opinions and, and, and feed our fan base with information. It is what it is. And uh, the only thing, honestly, that I, I, I would change, and they did a good job last year. There were other people talking before games, you know, pitching coaches and hitting coaches. And I think people get tired of the manager saying the same thing, you know, like, I always joke around about the, the day game after night game, right? 
what are you going to ask me at 10 in the morning? Hey, Alex, how this? I'll say, yeah, I had breakfast and that's it, you know? So having another voice, a different perspective, I think the fans will enjoy that. How did you change as a manager, though? Like, as, a, as like, in terms of the game, the game obviously changes every year. You get a chance to watch the game. Um, you know, whether it's, in, you know, the, the low-hanging fruit of it is, is obviously the way that pitchers are used and taking out pitchers is also, you know, yeah, I don't uh, I mean, you talk about at the more athletic. Uh, yeah, it's not going to change me. It's actually kind of like you know, the way we, we did things in 18 and 19, they were pretty solid. Um, I still believe that you have to to play probably faster than the opposition. Yeah, you keep uh, saying that, you, right? You, so I'm like, you can't run isolation for outfielders, my favorite, my favorite line. But but I like you, I, but I like you, the but, fact. But you can have you can have a good lead at first base and go from first to third, right? And you can have a a a, bit, a, a good first step in the on defense and get to 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 the ball that you you're not getting. You know, uh, you can steal bases without being fast. Uh, that's what I mean, fast. I think people are taking it the other oh. way. They 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 start looking at the rosters like. Alex, you can't play fast. <laughs> you know, like, no. <laughs> Doesn't work that way, buddy. You know, it's like we got to play better defense. We got to run the bases better. Uh, there's certain situations that putting the ball in play is, 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 is just not – it's not just another out. Uh, you look at the Rays. You look at the Indians, the Padres, the Dodgers. They play fast. They play fast. And it's not – Offensively, it's not about stealing bases. It's about scoring from first when you have to score from first. It's playing good defense on a nightly basis. Uh, and that's where, you know, playing fast comes comes in. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are talking about it because it makes it easier for me to send a message not only to to the fan base but also to the players. Yeah. I mean, I think that when I first heard it, I was like I was doing that. I was like, well – you have center field, you have second base. I mean, you're not going to change shortstop. You aren't going to – I guess this guy could lose weight or this guy could jump rope. I was, hey, I was slow, but I played fast defensively. You did. You did. I'm not going to argue with you. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You know, like, there's – you don't have to be fast. You know, like, now we – you know, the talk here is about superheroes at the house. It's amazing. They, they, they learn who Flash is now, like two weeks ago. We don't have to be Flash. But, you know, it's kind of like Catboy with PJ Mask. You know, like Catboy ears and Super Catboy muscle, whatever it is. I don't even know what they're talking about. But uh, I think uh, just maximize your talent. You know, like Rafi Devers, we need him to play fast defensively. Right. I, we, need, we need him to slow down in the batter's box. But uh, create a balance, and uh, on a nightly basis, I think uh, athletic-wise, we should be up there with everybody. Uh, you start looking around, Devers and Xander and Benny and Alex and Christian and Juan um, Mason JD. You know that that's pretty pretty solid right there. So 
if we show up every day athletically, we should be we should be okay. What's your lineup right now? Uh, my lineup is uh, right who's now, your leadoff hitter? Jaron Duran. He led off yesterday. Oh, there you go. Uh, no, don't say that because people Richie people Martin. will get excited. We got Richie that. Martin. We got Richie Martin. Uh, he's sitting second. There's no lineup right now. This whole talk about if the season starts tomorrow, you know what? It doesn't start tomorrow. Uh, I can give you the, well, uh, it's a puzzle, and there's a lot of pieces out there. And uh, when that puzzle is finished, I'll let you know. Well, see, I, I think I remember a winter meetings where you, you defined who your leadoff hitter was. So if you want to define your leadoff hitter, at least, you can. No, I mean, I think Alex did an outstanding job last year. He did it well, but you never know what can happen, you know. Uh, it, I said it the other day, you know, where we at right now, um, there's a lot of talk, a lot of, you know, homework, and uh, it'll be <laughs> it'll be very irresponsible from my end to, like, said this is my lead-off guy because right now we, we – you know, we're not there yet. We're not there. What's it, speaking of being not there yet, what's it been like working with Haim? You worked two months with him, three months with him. And, you know, you saw him then after that, you saw him from afar and then you come back. Has your perception of him changed um, working this time around with him? Because, again, it wasn't a whole lot of time before. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. When, you know, we worked together, but, the article came out in November, so something was going to happen, you know. Uh, so it's not that he was uncomfortable, but that whole thing was hanging over our heads, you know. So uh, now it's different, you know. Now uh, we, we're going to be together at least two years, and, and there's a plan in place, and uh, there's no what was going to happen next month, you know, like if he's going to be the guy, because I think at the end, you know, when, when that article came in, came out, you know, everybody thought that something was going to happen and it did happen. Right. So now it's different and, uh, it's good. Uh, a lot of, he, he's very, he knows the division. He knows, uh, structure and he knows process, which is very important. Um, he's hungry to win. Um, it's something that we talked be before I, I, I was suspended last year, that this is a city that you know, it, it gets loud out there, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's a great place to, to work. And uh, he knows it. You know, he's been in Fenway when things are great, you know, and uh, it's not easy. So uh, I usually play for the opposition. That's what I mean. And uh, I'm happy that we're working together again. I'm learning a lot from him uh, and looking forward to, to be together for, for, for more than two years. Is there, anything that, is there anything that's been eye-opening about the approach? You know, and uh, you can even talk you know about what? He, he He pays attention to, to, to everything. Uh, He's not a guy that one conversation is enough, you know, and uh, he listens to everybody, uh, which is great. Um, I think the, the, the good ones do that, you know. Uh, 
regardless of what they do decision wise they they make sure they have everything just to make good decisions and uh and that's the way he operates how's spring training going to be different um if, assuming there is a spring training assuming it starts on time it's no a- I, um well each spring training you know 18 was one way 19 was di- different 20 was going to be different this year is going to be different in 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 a in a fat in a we we i mean we finished fifth man you know like like the boston red sox were the fourth worst team in the big leagues do i believe that i i don't believe that i don't think we're the fourth worst team in the big leagues but we are right now and then we have to do a lot of things better and uh from drills to meetings to games um there's gonna be more action more action uh don't be surprised to see rafi somewhere in the in the east coast you know playing over there you know uh going to to west palm uh don't be surprised to see xander doing the same thing uh, i'm not saying we will but don't be surprised and uh it's not that we have to win uh, florida but uh one thing that uh, it worried me in 19 we didn't play fundamentally sound in 19 going into going to that road trip <laughs> the, going to Arizona and then Seattle and then Oakland and then Arizona you know the 15 days that you know people don't remember that but it was very tough oh, I remember that yeah but it was tough going into it and it got tougher because it was you know we didn't play well and we didn't play well in spring training and uh, it's not about winning the games it's a, it's about playing well and we didn't and that's something we're going to ask these guys to do regardless of the results you know and as you know spring training games are decided in the last third of the the game you know uh the Tavares and uh, the Jesus and all those guys in, in 18. Yeah. They, they won games for us and we were like 21 and eight, you know? And no, we weren't 21 and eight, you know? Like, yeah, we were, but we weren't. But we need to play better. And that's something we're going to ask these guys to do. But here's the thing, Alex. When Red Sox won in 2013, you guys won in 2018. The common thread to me, having been there, was something to prove like those spring trainings was something to prove we are going to go out and we have something to prove and i'm not saying desperation uh, desperation isn't you, the right word in 18 uh you think in 18 we had something to prove yeah are you kidding me yes i mean you you had you, you had to I prove well i know because you were in the middle of it like i'm telling you like in terms of like the players wanted to prove that like they had a new manager. This was the right way of doing things. We're on our way. Okay. And, and, and well, I, you know and what? I, what? We, got, we, got, we got something to prove this. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I remember also, by the way, I also halfway through that spring training, you guys, I don't think we're playing that great. I remember you getting everyone together watching, like, in the middle of the, the diamond. And I think it was sort of like, guys, we got to start playing better. Like, or it was just like a workout maybe before a game or something. But it was, 
the, the biggest thing, the win, it's not the wins and losses, like you said. It's about just playing better. I remember Tito, some of Tito's teams in 09. Were you there in 09? No, no. I was gone. They, they were gone. But, they were gone. But, yeah. <laughs> but they were like – they lost a lot. And it's like, oh, well, what's the big deal? Well, you know what was the big deal? You weren't playing well. And then it carried over, and they get off to horrific starts, terrible starts. And so I, when I come back to what's going to be different in spring training, I guess like what you said yeah. is like, let's, you know, let's hit the ground running. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's a message. Uh, that's something that uh, not only with players but coaches and, and the whole, you know, baseball department, you know, the something that we want to do. We want to do a better job in spring training regardless of the results, you know, like – I play better defense, or let's say, if if today's uh, running game, you know, who cares about the result? We're gonna run the bases the right way. We're gonna, you get on, try to get a jump and steal. You know, like let's work on stuff. You know, let's take advantage of every day. And if we do that, when uh, when the season opener comes, you know, we should be in a good position. Like I said the other day. You look at the division the last three years, um, that, that team that takes off, it just keeps going, you know? Like, uh, you have to avoid the separation or be the, the one that separates yourself from everybody else. So, we'll see. We'll see where it takes us. Is Devers going to play first base in spring training? Make me happy. Um, I don't think so. Not that I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, you'll be happy anyway. And you go to, uh, don't you have your podcast down there with everybody? Uh, yeah, Twin Peaks. You'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I have someone on, they, get, they leave, though. So I got to find some new people. So. I'll give you a few names. And they, they'll be. <laughs> All right. Well, I've, I've already proclaimed your bench coach as the best basketball player in the, in the, in the major league. So. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk yeah. about Princeton offenses, maybe a twin. But you know what? Uh, didn't Timmy Timmy Hires was a good player, right? B- basketball court? basketball. High school, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, be careful. Be no. careful. No, well, I told I told Will Venable this that Theo used to do media versus front office basketball. Yeah. And he would bring in like the six five interns, you know. And it was me, <laughs> it was me and Ian Brown. <laughs> oh, but uh, take a look at Timmy. I think Timmy was, Timmy was good. Benny was good too, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like a post up, a uh, six foot forward. Yeah. So yeah, the um, it w- so one of the last things is Christmas time. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Nothing, nothing you. like having Thank a little one at Christmas. Um, yep. If you could have one, uh, one position, one Christmas gift dropped on your roster, what would it be? Um, one, one position. Yeah, because I'm not going to say a, na- a player because you won't say a player. So um, I think – you know, overall, I think our our, our Santa's uh, list 
is uh, be deeper pitching wise. That's I mean I'm not saying one. You know I'm saying we we need to be deeper. And this is not uh, didn't start last year. It started in 19. You know uh, we we were short in 19, and, uh, and and the Red Sox were short last year. And we 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 want to be a solid team. We need to be deeper pitching wise. So more pitching pitchers. More more pitchers. Oh, yeah, I can I can name a few. We just named one early in the podcast. Good luck with that. Um, so, <laughs> um, all right, you got anything for me? Anything? I always give you the last question. No. Um, was was your uh, what you want from twenty twenty one? What are you looking for? You know what? What's your like your wish? For 2021, professionally, like no, as, uh, I mean as a person. What like they asked me today? The vaccine. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. They asked me so as a manager, what you want for 2021? And I say pitching, but as a manager, I want Fenway to be packed again. Yeah. If it's packed, we know everything fell into place. Yeah. Like, say vaccine, you know, right? I say, well, Fenway, pack, pack house. Yeah. Because if we have Fenway packed, then everything else fell into place. Can what I, a weird, uh, yeah, I mean, can, what a, I mean, it is what it is. Obviously, we, we, I get it. I understand. But you start looking around, man, and, and I, I don't know how, how, how they did it last year. I don't know how the NBA did it. I don't know how football is doing it. I have no idea. What's it but like? I'm, what's it like at the uh, down there, the Winter League? They have same fans? deal, man. It's like no fans. Actually, I went to a game yesterday for the first time yesterday. You know, and uh, it's just different. It's just a different feeling watching, which I think is good for me. I need to start going more. So I can get used to it, just watching, because it's different, you know. Like, they've done an outstanding job, you know, like pitchers in the stands and, you know, just like in the big leagues. Well, Ramon Ramon went through it. Right. You know, with the Reds. So he knows how it is. And uh, I was like, wow, this is a lot different. But uh, how's they're playing, that? which is cool. How's Duran look? Strong. Wow. What a strong kid, man. He's – now, his numbers are not there, but I don't think that's a bad, that's a bad thing. Actually, uh, I've seen a lot of guys that have gone to winter ball and uh, they don't do anything. They don't, you know, the numbers are, are not there. But one thing for sure, he plays hard. He plays hard, you know, and uh, everybody's happy with the way he goes about his business. Did you, Pat Light told a story of when a guy charged the mound down there. Do you remember this with a bat? Um, guy chased him with. I, a I was a GM. I was a GM when Pat was pitching, so I yeah. don't. I don't. Yeah. Really, I yeah, you were. You were on the phone pulling, pulling the trigger. Yeah, make it, make it <laughs> Most cool. likely. Most likely, <laughs> getting Pat out of there. Yeah, get like, it. Yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ask what I want. I, I'm with you. It. You know, here's the thing. It was depressing. Um, it was depressing doing the job. To be honest with you, it was. I, it was like. 
you know, we, you watch the game. First of all, there was no reason to go to the game. There's no reason to go, right? None. And the people who actually yeah. went on the road trips, it was like setting money, money on fire. It was ridiculous. So you yeah. go, so it's your, you watch the game, you flip open your computer, you do the, and you know, Alex, I mean, you, I, you know, we've been around each other long enough. Part of the, what, for me, the best part of the job is conversations. Right. Right. Like not necessarily about anything important. Yeah. yeah. What the best things about baseball. That's one of the best things about covering baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to get to that point, but at least get to the point where someone's in the stands. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hopefully, you know, like hopefully, whenever it is, you know, uh, looking forward to that. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, uh, I think, I think having fans will be great. I, I was watching, uh, you know, you, the play, the the World Series had a different feeling, regardless of how many fans they had. It was different. Um, you you actually, as you know. I, I start following the Premier League now, and uh, they let him have, what, 2,000 fans like two weeks ago. And it's amazing, you know, like it, the difference between them playing with no fans and 2,000 fans is yeah. huge. It's unreal. Like, wow. You know, so hopefully we, we can get to that point and little by little, you know, uh, get more and more fans. And uh, at some point, man, Having a packed house at home, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Well, it's going to be there's some places, there's, a, there's some places that they're not going to be that fun. I tell you that right now. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, brace yourself. We'll, we'll deal with that. We'll the, deal with that one. The waves, it's going to go in waves. So the first wave is going to be allow us into the doors at Twin Peaks to do the podcast. And then after that, you get a few fans <laughs> and you go from there. So. There you, there you go. Well, there you uh, go. There all you right. Go. All right. Well, thanks so much.